Welcome back to the Pick 199 podcast, episode 49. I'm here with Coxie. Hey. Snakeo. Sup. And Muzzy's away this week, so we're going to get stuck right in. We've got the NRL Grand Final, and we also have NFL results from this past week. Uh, without further ado, let's get stuck into it. We had the Panthers 14 over the Rabbitohs 12. Um, I don't know about you boys, but this final series has like just belted out some absolute cracker games. Oh, 100%. 100%. I think the Panthers really, really deserved it the way they sort of got to the grand final too. Yeah. Doing it on the back of defence. So you always hear the old age old saying that defence wins premierships. Mm. Um, Penrith, especially the back end of Penrith season, ain't no true statement because their attack's been a shambles for a while now, pretty much since the end of Origin. Yeah. And um, their defence, they really needed to get it shaped up. And well, it's what beat. It's what's won them the last three games, and they were the most mm. three important of the year. So that's it. Um, tremendous yeah. effort from from all. And I think Absolutely. that's the thing, though, too. Like their attack was what was sort of letting them down, like in terms of how they could compete against other teams, and um, and like their defense really just held up to sort of keep yeah. other teams uh, not not scoreless, but like minimize the impact that the other teams had. Especially yeah, and you've seen that. You've seen that on the weekend. Like the left edge of South Sydney has been incredible all year, and mm. and AJ still scored that one try. Oh, um, but apart from that, the Cody Walker try was just absolute brilliance for Cody. But mm. apart from that, like they mm. shut him down. But that not only that, their defense isn't only about online pressure. They didn't allow them into positions to attack, and that's. Like yeah. Nathan Cleary's kicking game was a bigger part of the defense than than anything because the where they do turn the ball over, it just doesn't allow for South Sydney to have any form of momentum. Well, mm. like I would say that Cleary's kicking game is what won him the Clive Churchill medal. Like, yeah, un- unbelievable kicking, like putting an immense amount of pressure on the the Rabbitohs back line, and um, yeah, no, and it, it worked out for them. Yeah. Um. Like, un- unfortunately, did you guys hear the, the like the, the little trivia bit where it was, where Cody Walker threw that intercept pass was nearly exactly where Brett Kamali threw that intercept pass in Origin. Like, was it twelve years ago or something? Like, yeah, and it's pretty much similar. Matt Singh, I think it was, ran away and scored a try and yeah, sort of started Queensland's dominance. Which is crazy, crazy. like, to sort of be in the exact same spot in the sort of a very similar situation, trying to get out of trouble, trying to score down that left edge. Yeah. Yeah. And the funny thing is, so that intercept pass followed Kamali around for the remainder of his career. Mm. And I have a very good feeling that this is going to follow Cody very similar. I'm Uh, sure it will for the most part. I think the difference between Cody Walker and Kamali, though, I think... I think uh, Cody Walker's a bit more like Teflon. Like, it'll just, he'll be able to brush that off a bit easier than Kamali has. Like, Kamali yeah, I think Kamali had more runs on the board backing him up. Like, he was the best seven in the world. And that yeah. included the time where Andrew Johns was playing. Mm. Like, he was keeping Andrew Johns out of a seven jersey for New South Wales. Yeah. Like, that's the kind of player that Brett Kamali was. Mm. Um, I, th- I think. This ends South Sydney's run, and 
the chance they had at a comp, I honestly do. Yeah. And yeah. I just don't know if the age of Walker, I don't think he'll be able to get back to a big game. And I don't think he's going to play rep. Like he's not going to get another New South Wales jumper. Well, that's the thing. It's like so you've got to prove we yourself in games to, yeah. to get to turn that around. I don't think he'll get enough big games in his career again. Yeah, well, for no. the Rabbitohs too, like you think they're losing Adam Reynolds, they're yeah. also losing Wayne Bennett. Uh, yeah. Dane Gagai is gone next year. Jaden is off to the next year. Yeah, Sewell's yeah. off to the Dragons. I, um, yeah, but yeah, but I, I think the loss of Wayne Bennett though was just. Astronomical, I think, for them. Mm. I think he's the main reason they're able to do so well this year. I don't think yeah. another coach gets it out of the rabbits. Well, that's especially like, once the troll goes, think, once the I, troll's out. Yeah, no one gave him a chance. The only reason they made it there is because of that good bet it is. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's yeah. the thing. I'm like, for a coach like Wayne Bennett, he's a perfect fit for that Rabbitohs outfit, mm. knowing like that a lot of a lot of that team's got a few hotheads in it, like Latrell yeah. and Brady Walker. And like now that he's going, stepping away from that, um, yeah, I just don't see them going any further. Um, yeah, looking, I, I think that was looking, their yeah. best chance at it, as you were saying, yeah. Snake. I think that was yeah. their window to um, to get you know snag a premiership. But like next year, I can't see them doing as well, especially with the teams that are going to be in play next year. Do you know what you're I mean? Gonna have, you're going to have a rookie halfback mm. who, like, I think Taff will go to seven. That's what the. I was almost going to say, do you reckon they push uh, Latrell into the halves and then kick Taffet fullback? Latrell, Latrell likes to go in and out of games. Yeah. Like the and I think if you have him in the halves, it's it's too much. Like we need you all the time. Yeah. The other thing is, I don't necessarily think him and Cody Walker would be the best combination because they're too Walker similar. works. Yeah, Walker works really good because Reynolds just controls the game. Um, controls the game plan, executes the game plan, and then Walker can just go and play footy. Mm. The problem is Latrell's the exact same. So Latrell just wants to go and play footy. Mm. That's why I think the Reynolds piece is probably the biggest piece of the puzzle. Mm. Him going, I think it I think that's almost it's almost a bigger loss than Bennett. Mm. I know that's a huge call, but they've Bennett's got him there. So they know how to get back. Yeah. The next year they'd have Latrell. This year, you lose Reynolds. I just you, you've got to train a rookie halfback. I just don't know. Yeah. Well, that's and they haven't really given like, any minutes to a halfback this year. Mm, so when you don't know, like they can't rely on Benji to come in, play seven, uh, yeah. and we don't know what's happening with Anthony Milford with um, this assault charge that's come up as well. So well, even if he plays, Milford's going to wear the fourteen. I don't even, think yeah. Milford's going to go but straight to the like, seven. Even, even so, then, like he's still. Like he would have been a good addition to the halves, sort of thing. Like, yeah. to, as an impact player, but yeah, yeah. Look, it's it's going to be going to be an interesting sort of future for for the Rabbitohs, and hopefully they from here on out they don't they don't make the finals again. But you know, you know how it is. Yeah, we're with you. Oh, the man. thing is, between the three of us, it's probably the three biggest the two biggest rivalries that South Sydney have. Yeah, because you got the Charity Shield with the Dragons. Yeah. Yeah, which is like a very like the one and two number one number one and two premiership winning clubs. Yeah, and then the Chooks have got the longest running rivalry with anyone. Yeah, in South. So, yeah, we both don't like watching South win. But um, (laughs) 
Yeah, honestly, I, I think I it's also I think it's also like the rabbit. Like, no offense to Rabbitohs fans, but all the offense the, to Rabbitohs fans. Yeah, they're the most insufferable. They're like Liverpool fans. Like, just they like to tell you that they're there. Yeah, we do. <laughs> <laughs> well, if we flip it over to the Panthers, like it, it, again, like they just played really well. Yeah. Um, it was so. It's like. That sort of there was like ten minute periods where Rabbitohs got back on on top of them, but man, like just sort of shitting bricks, basically knowing that they they did all the work to get the pressure taken off them, and they put the pressure back on the Rabbitohs, and then they dropped the ball, and then you just go, oh no, like this is just going to let the Rabbitohs back in. Yeah, but uh, credit credit to them, their their defense was pretty pretty phenomenal, except for I think. That left edge was the only problem for the Panthers. And like you probably go into a game thinking that you're going to concede one try from that Rabbitohs left edge. Mm. Like the Penrith's right edge, like Crichton on the wing, they probably were expecting to let a, a try in. Yeah. And without devastating South have been this year, you probably go, if they get one on us, good on them. Yeah. But they won't get two. And like you've seen mm. a lot of, apart, they, they read it really well. There are a couple mm. of reads. The left edge walking through a few balls over the sideline, the mm. pass is going behind. They're just the timing was off, and that comes from defensive pressure. That yeah. comes from kick out. That comes from Crichton being staunch and trusting his inside man. You know, so the one time they did score, Crichton probably didn't trust his inside man quite as much, or yeah. he probably needed to come in to make the tackle. But um, apart, I from think that, the rabbit the rabbitos is having a little apple too. Yeah. Well, they do it so well. Like, that sweeping yeah. play that they do, you know it's coming. Mm. Like, everyone in the NRL knew it was coming. But you don't, mm. no one knows how to stop it. So, yeah. they yeah, did really that, well. I think, uh, and for Nathan Cleary, like, he... So, we talked touched on it just before. Like, his kicking... I think it forced five dropouts in the game. Yeah, I think just, it was five in goal. Five line yeah, dropouts. There's a few. Which is, like, when you can do that to a side as good as the Rabbitohs were... Yeah, like that that's always going to be tough to dig yourself out of that hole. Mm. Um, now I think there was only a little bit of controversy surrounding that uh, kick that was charged down on Adam Reynolds. People blowing up about it, but I think I agreed agreed with the commentators at the time that you can't judge the the referee for refereeing the game properly by by the rules. Yeah, Just I'm gonna I'm gonna rant for thirty seconds. Yeah. Now, Gus School's biggest issue is that the referee made the correct call. He wasn't charging the ball down. He was making a tackle, and the ball gets kicked into him. Mm-hmm. So the rule is he doesn't play at it. Now, if Gus School's going to complain for five minutes about the referee making a correct call, how are we meant to take him seriously and blame him when they actually make a wrong one? Because yeah. at the moment, in the biggest game of the year, we're criticising a bloke for making a correct call. Yeah. That's not think... the time mm. to make criticism. That's yeah. the time to go, I think there's a little bit of an inconsistency. I think the rule should be the same if you pass it into somebody or kick it into somebody. Mm. Yeah. In that situation, I completely understand, right? We move on. Yeah. But if mm. you are going to continually go after someone after they've made the correct call, and for five minutes try and convince everybody that it's bullshit, then I'm sorry, but that's what causes outrage. 
Yeah. Because mm. if they had, if he had said nothing and gone, that's the correct rule, mm. then you get a couple of salty South Sydney fans, but everyone understands. Well, that's the thing. It's like, yeah. it's not so much getting up the referee. It's like trying to undermine the rule that's yeah. in place. And Look, there's um, no point. There's no need to do that in the biggest game. No, of the year. Yeah, exactly. There's no point in the grand final when when the correct call was made. So yeah. Um, all in all, the do, do performance think... last night was sensational. Yeah. Yeah. There was not a single call that people stayed down, and he just they didn't blow a penalty. They waited for him to get up, and then they yeah. got playing. They I think it only happened. Milked few... into stuff. Yeah, I think it only happened a couple of times. When the when the guys were laying on the rack, and I think it was both times was the Panthers too. So yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, look. Do you think that rule needs to be changed though? Yeah, I do, but I, I reckon it should go if you pass it into a player that's only making a tackle, then it's not played up. Yeah. Well, I think I think they need yeah. to leave it the same as if you kick it into somebody. Yeah. Because there's already too much going against the defender. Mm. Yeah. I think the defender needs a little bit of help. Mm. Yeah. So I think that's the right call. And if he had a passed it into him, I think it's the same call. Yeah. Personally. You can go either way. You can go the kicks yeah, wrong well, or the, or the, the pass is wrong. I think they need to be the same. Well, that's no, the thing. I, I think, think it needs to be. Yeah, it needs to be a bit more black call. and white, I think. Yeah. Yeah. The shepherd rule is think... perfect. It's so black yeah. and white. Everyone yeah. understands it. I think this just needs to be the same. Well, could you imagine mm. if they brought in the like the kick into someone is being played at? like? Halves are just oh. exploit that to the nth degree. You get a slow Tyron Ford in there and mm. you just belt it at him. Yeah, exactly. Like he, he drops the ball, it comes over his legs, you dive on it, six again. Yeah. But like you can't, it's not right. But I and I don't agree. If you go for a tackle around the hips and the ball gets passed into your arm as you come around, mm. that shouldn't be yeah. six again. Like as you're rapping. Yeah, because yeah. you can't help it. You're just trying to make a tackle. What are you meant yeah. to do? Not make the tackle? Yeah, you shouldn't exactly. be disadvantaged for that. Mm. So yeah, that's, exactly. that's where I am on it. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I think I 100% agree with you there. Um, in terms of, uh, what was I going to say? In terms of like the game, like it, unbelievable game. Mm-hmm. Um, I was trying to think what I was going to say. Um, do you think, um, like, obviously Penrith are a good side, but do you think they've sort of defensively, they've, like, they've figured it out? They've figured out how to play finals footy? They obviously, have. You know, finals honestly, footy, you go. I think, I think they have, but I honestly yeah. reckon that, well, especially in finals footy, I think all the um, the rep experience they gained this year is a huge mm. part of that. Mm. Yeah. But I think their window's closed. I, I'm glad they won it this year because I think they're having a few years off. I was about to say, if do you reckon if they had a loss this year, they wouldn't win the next, like they wouldn't be anywhere close in the next four or five years? They're losing some pretty key figures this year. Mm. Like you're losing Burton. I don't I think he was Dally M center mm. of the year. Yeah. Um, Joey Marnie was robbed. But apart from that, like uh, Burton's had a sensational year. You lose him defensively. He's provided them with so much. Yeah. Attack, he's given them so much more. Mm. Um, you're losing Capewell. Mm. You, you're potentially losing Viliami. Yeah. Um, big losses, you know. Like, so it'll be interesting to see how they replace those players because they're yeah. they're key figures, you know. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and they, they need to get they need to score more points. Yeah. That's going to be the biggest thing because people will figure them out. They need to learn how to score more points. Mm. So Absolutely. And like that was their biggest thing in sort of like the last six, eight weeks was they were winning, but not by the amount that everyone was sort of expecting them to. So, yeah. Um, but as soon as they figured out that they don't have to win a game, 30, 28, but, yeah. 12, and they can win a game 14, 12. Yeah. They were so much better off for it. Yeah. That's it. It was like the the Melbourne Storm sort of way of thinking in terms yeah. of like knowing that their defense can hold up. Yeah. And as soon uh, as they figured out they don't need to score that many points and they can just yeah. go, you know what? We'll just back ourselves to score one more point than they will. Yeah. They were so much better off for it. Absolutely. Mm. No, uh, very, very good end to the year in terms of uh, rugby league and. I who think, was your uh, Who was your Churchill? If you had to not give it to Cleary, who was the next best? Jeez, because uh, I reckon there were about five people that could have won it. Yeah, I, I don't think Cleary was that far above everyone else. No, Lou, I had a good game. I reckon Matty Burton probably could have got it. Matty yeah. Burton was up yeah, there. That that the try he scored to open it up. Moses Leota um, was really good too. That tackle from Burton, but where he threw the winger oh, over, the threw, uh, yeah. over the sideline. That, yeah. That's like Scott Sattler tackle that. Like if they go on to score off that play, yeah, that mm. that, tr- that tackle goes down in infamy. So you also yeah. think if Crichton doesn't pick that ball out of the air too, they don't win that game. If if Cody Walker doesn't throw the cutout pass, yeah, if mm. he goes short, they score on that play, and then they win the game. And then they win the game because yeah. if you go short, they're one on one with the, they're two on one with the fullback. Yeah, well, they had Gaga. Like they are, they ice it. You know, no yeah. one's catching AJ down that edge. Mm-hmm. Um, walk out about three options on that pass, and he chose the only one that wasn't going to lead to a try. Yeah. So. Well, it did yeah, lead to a try. It did lead to a try. Just, <laughs> just the other on. way. Yeah. <laughs> um, on that pass, do you know the thing I love the most out of it? Was Cleary and Walker getting into it after it? Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. That because that told me that Cleary was like, I'm not intimidated by absolutely anyone yeah. on this field. But also, like he he was getting into Cody Walker's head too, which was yeah, which and is another really, smart play. As soon as they upset yeah. Cody Walker, because he was the only way they were going to be in that game, mm. was Walker. Um, as soon as he was off, I just knew that they weren't going to get enough points in them. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I knew they weren't going to be able to score twice. Mm. So, um, no, it was brilliant. But you got to remember, Nathan Cleary, 23. Yeah. Like. Yeah, he's still got a good 10 years in him. Well, he's won two Origins. He's won a comp. He's won a Churchill. Yeah. Like. You know, too, like, when you you think about the Panthers, too, like, I was was just sort of thinking, I was like, Surely they've won a comp within like the last five years. Like, you know, when you're just sort of Maybe knowing three, how consistent they've been. Four and like years the ago, last... they weren't making the eight. Yeah. Well, that's how quick the turnaround's been. Mm. But it's also like you think their last premiership was 2003 as well. Like, yeah, just does, it just seems like it's too long in between, in between drinks almost. But I suppose yeah. they lost last year and they were contenders yeah. the year before. 
Yeah, um, I think I think because like when Gus went there, we're always ready for something to happen out in Penrith. Yeah, like we've been waiting for him for a while to sort of do something. Well, and... We're well and truly sort of seeing the fruits of that now, though, too. Like in terms of their juniors coming through, like oh. Toto, Luai. Yeah. Uh, well, did you Cleary. when they were when they were getting their medals, and they were reading out the junior clubs? Yeah, like half of them all played for the same junior team. Mm. You know, like you had a couple of St Mary's kids, a couple of Penrith kids, a couple, couple of kids of from Dubbo. Yeah, and that's mm-hmm. and that's it. They're all from the same nest eggs. Like the work Penrith put in in the Western Zone mm. that come through and paid off for them. They've got a, two kids from Dubbo and a kid from Forbes in their twenty one. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. they've got that nest egg at Penrith where they're holding on and developing all their own juniors. Mm. It worked for them, like. All that work Gus put in, it paid off. And yeah. That's why I'd be so excited if I was a um, Bulldogs fan at the moment because their junior catchment area is bigger than Penrith's. Yeah. Well, not as not bigger by cap, like big. by kilometre, but per capita, it's per massive. Capita, yeah. yeah. So good, exciting times for the Bulldogs. But, yeah, it'll take 10 years to get your five-year plan off the ground. But, yeah, it's worth <laughs> but- it. I mean, it's the start of something <clears throat> pretty big out west. So, yeah. <clears throat> uh, before we move on to the NFL, uh, I think this this question has been floating around all week, and I know, I think both Jake and I pretty much agree on it. But the Clive Churchill Medal should not go to a player on the oppose uh, on the losing side. Mm. Yeah, hundred percent. Absolutely no way. Yeah, <clears throat> I was in a just, rage yesterday. Because when Nathan Cleary got announced, it was the last 10 years of Dally M's, of yeah. Clive Churchill's. Yeah. And the fact that the Roosters didn't have three, mm. I yeah. was so livid. Yeah. And you got to look we, at DCE's head. DC, yeah. yeah. Mate, you're lost. You're a shit and you're yeah. lost. If you're good enough to win the medal, you should have been good enough should to win the Should have been good game. enough to win yeah. the game. Yeah, um, yeah no, nah, definitely. definitely. I, yeah, 100% agree with you there, boys. Like, it's, I think it's an outrage if they give that sort of award to the team that didn't even win the game. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, it's sort of just like a like a shunt into the side of the team that won the game. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. Just to like, like the roost, the roosters have been stitched up three times in history. Mm-hmm. That medal's gone to a player and a losing team. Yeah. yeah. Tell me who that was the opponent in all three games. <sighs> I don't know. The roosters. <laughs> the opponent. Yeah, we we won the grand final in all three, and all yeah. three in they all went to the losing team. Mm. Yeah. Only three times in history it's happened, and the Roosters won those grand finals. Oh yeah, I thought we, I thought you meant yeah. like yeah no no all... yeah yeah not so, so, so we've been we've yeah. been <laughs> the Roosters have been dudded three times. And it's only happened three yeah. times in history. Mm. So I'm pretty passionate about it, but yeah, no, it just doesn't make sense, like. Yeah, like like yeah. I said, if you're on the losing side, you don't deserve to like as well as you might have played as an individual, it shouldn't go to the losing side, but it's the same as Man of the um, Series in Origin. Yeah, yeah, I was gonna say that's happened in Origin a couple of times. Didn't Slater yeah. win it one year? Yeah, Billy won and he only played two games. Yeah, yeah. and it was yeah. the year that we broke the drought too, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. So yeah, it doesn't make that's sense. Crazy. But, Another year done and dusted for the NRL boys. What are we going to do over the summer months? Like cricket season, mate. Oh, cool. cricket we, season. we enjoy cricket. Coxie's going to be bored shitless. 
No, the NBA's back, boys. It's all right. NBA, yeah. <laughs> Man City going like a bastard again, so we won't worry about that. We'll just worry yeah. about the NBA. <laughs> <laughs> no, very good. Well, with that, let's jump across to the NFL. Uh, we had a few results, and we've got one game to play. Uh, so if we start with, I'll just scroll down here, Patriots 17, Buccaneers 19. I'll tell you what, this was a... Oh. This was a crazy game, this one. Man. It was just like it was a battle of the of the minds, I think, almost, between yeah. Belichick and, and Brady. Oh, like Brady it was yeah. just, um, I mean, the weather wasn't great as it is in Boston. Like, it was just hammering oh. down rain. And yeah. all the receivers were having trouble, you know, catching balls that normally they would catch. I was about to um, say, give it a few weeks, it'll be snowing up there. So Yeah, and you could see, you could see the frustration on, on Brady. Like, he'd throw these passes... And normally, like the you know the wide receivers he's got would be making these catches, but it's just mm. it's like it rains. It's another you know another ball game. The ball's wet. Mm. There's you know things happening. Game so, of field goals. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you know, and it was it was at the end, um, but that was a cracker game. I thought mm. uh, it was good to see um, as much as like as much of the hostility that's sort of been reported between Belichick and Brady. It was good to see them sort of embrace after the game and. Yeah, I think like, um, they did up a lot, didn't they? The media, I yeah, they, they really did. Like, it's... stir up a story, and it's like those those fellas worked together for twenty years. Mm. You know, like, yeah, but I don't know if they've <laughs> talked, have they? Who? I still don't know if they've had a conversation, Brady and Belichick. They, they may, <laughs> they may not have had a conversation, but like yeah. the scenes after <laughs> the game where they just embraced each other, knowing yeah. like what oh, they've yeah. done for each other. Like, I think that was. Mm. That spoke more than them having a conversation off the field, sort of thing. So, yeah, um, it was it was good to see them sort of. It's just like it almost just put a thought in the side of the media, like they can't really report anything negative out of that. Yeah, uh, yeah. So, but it was I'll I mean, tell you again, what. again, TB twelve just continues to do TB twelve things like yes, yes. winning games. So. Yeah. I'll tell you what, though, the Patriots, you'd have to be pretty happy as a Patriots fan. Like the rookie um, quarterback, forget his name. Um, but he had a blinder. He had a blinder. Mac Jones? Yeah, Mac Jones. Is it Mac Jones? No, he was really good. And that's one yeah. of the positives come. Like New England need to fix their quarterback issues. So, yeah. Um, no, it's really good effort from them. But Yeah, Mac I Jones, mean, yeah. When It's funny that New England potentially found their future quarterback on the day where Brady not only returns, but he goes into first place for um, throwing yards. So Yeah, passing yards, uh, yeah. Passing yards. So mm. it's um tremendous effort from Brady and just so happens to be the night that New England potentially found their next mm. long-term quarterback. So mm. Yeah. Do you think uh, Belichick will stick around for that, like to try and build a new dynasty out of Mac Jones? Uh, I think he'll start. I definitely think he'll sort of put the footings in place. Yeah. I would have retired the moment Brady left the building. Yeah. <laughs> like, seriously. I think, I think uh, Belichick's too stubborn in that sort of mindset, though, too. Like, oh, yeah. he wouldn't be able to relinquish that sort of control knowing that he's been so dominant in New England for so long. So, mm. Yeah, but at yeah, the I'd... moment, it looks like it was all Brady's the reason why they won. Yeah, that's true. It doesn't look like Belichick had anything to do with it. Mm. Yeah. That's the big one for me. 
Well, that was the. That was this. I think it was Cowherd put a question up saying whether or not the the success of New England was down to Belichick or Brady, and I think the the end result was like nearly seventy percent was Brady and thirty percent was Belichick. I was like, well, you'd almost say fifty fifty, but mm. I suppose oh, I, the, I, the player I has to execute those those plays too. So. You know, Brady's consistently done it with teams that haven't been at scratch. Mm. So, like, I don't understand how he's... It's all on Brady for me because he hasn't always had the greatest teams. So, Mm. just me personally. Yeah, fair call. Uh, If we move on, we we had the Baltimore Ravens clapping the Denver Broncos 23-7. Good to see the Ravens back on on uh, winning ways, yeah. Probably Broncos are three and one though. Yeah, they've had a couple of good wins. I think this is probably their weakest performance out of all of them. Obviously, like thing yeah. they've just lost, but good win for the Ravens and yeah, yeah. I, I I rate the Ravens this year. I really do. So. Yeah, well, they've always sort of been there and just like it's. Just they taking a, that next step that's been their problem. They made a great run last year. Mm. And mm. like they got really they were their most heavily affected team last year through COVID. Mm. Um, and that really delayed their run. Then they made a run, but it just didn't quite catch in for them. But yeah, I, I said last week I really rate them. So yeah. Yeah. Tremendous effort from them. No, very good. Oh, no wonder Muzzy isn't here this week. Packers 27 over the Steelers 17. I mean, again, it's just another another week, another another loss for the Steelers, and they they just didn't look anywhere in this game at any point. We seen the ride on the wall from last year, didn't we? Yeah, they their Freedom roster's the aging. Yeah, their roster's been aging for a while, and it's mm. an organization. I just don't think they're making enough moves. No. Yeah, well, they um they didn't pick up um Dwayne Haskins from uh, the Washington Football Team. He was, he's a quarterback. He was meant to be picked up. Like he, he had big things going for him. I think at the time, yeah. um, I think it was meant to be New York. The Giants were meant to pick him, and then obviously yeah. we went with Dan Jones. But um, yeah, I don't know. Like he didn't really start too well. Obviously with the Washington Football Team, a bit of drama off the field as well. Um, mm. But like I think the Steelers kind of gave him a lifeline. So it'll be interesting to see if that you know can sort of pay dividends for them. Yeah. You know, because I mean, it was not really a big risk for them to take him as sort of a second string quarterback, but mm. yeah, I think it'll, you know, time will tell. Yeah, that's it. He, need, he needs minutes on the field. Yeah, mm. no, that's it. Well, moving on, Arizona Cardinals 37 over the LA Rams 20. Uh, Cardinals is continuing just to be that steady ship that's rolling mm-hmm. through. Uh, I mean, didn't see didn't see Cardinals like having the start to the year that they've had. Yeah, and I, I, I thought they'd they be okay, but I didn't think they'd be four and zero. And the Rams were looking like they've been looking like a premiership threat. I yeah. think that's the thing too. It's like they've always sort of like the Cardinals always looked sort of there and thereabouts, but never really, never really sort of gone on with anything. Yeah. yeah, I don't think many teams sort of fear going going to play the Arizona mm. Cardinals, do they? Mm. Until maybe now. 
Yeah, well, yeah, they're just yeah, there. Only the standard you get a bit of fear. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But uh, not not great for the Rams. But I mean. They're still strong enough side that they'll they'll continue to win games. So yeah, they'll yeah. bounce back. Yeah, Seahawks uh, twenty eight over the 49ers, twenty one. I mean, this is a pretty good game. And Both it's a teams big win. Big big win for the Seahawks. Yeah, but also stops that momentum that the 49ers were gaining too. So good good win for the Seahawks. Mm. You think these two are going to be battling it out all year, being conference? Rivals, I think they're going to be battling for the same spot. So, mm. um, each any win you can get against the conference, that's what you want. So. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. absolutely. Uh, Washington football team, thirty-four Falcons, thirty. Oh no, oh, not the Falcons, Roscoe. Geez. Just when you thought all the Falcons, mate. What do you reckon? Oh, like I said a couple of weeks ago, there's so many things going wrong with them at the minute. <laughs> We can't organise a defence to save ourselves and we can't organise an attack to sort of win games. So, I mean, Matt, Matt, Ryan, <laughs> Matt Ryan's great at quarterback, but mm. if you don't have the pieces there to, to finish the job, you know, it's like, yeah. what's the point? So, yeah. it's going to be a tough couple of years before we can start competing again. Yeah. Uh, Colts, 27 over the Dolphins, 17. Good win for the Colts. Uh, good way for them to bounce back after a three loss win streak, uh, three loss streak. So, yeah, no, your boy Jake Carson Wentz, yeah, get it done, mate. Um, <laughs> I, I honestly expected more out of the Dolphins this year. Yeah. I had concerns about um, them on offense at the start of, at the end of last year. Mm. I honestly, I know their quarterbacks being on really well. But I don't think he's the right quarterback for this for this system. I honestly don't. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I I thought they'd be better. I was hoping yeah. they'd be better. Mm. It's, um, it's disappointing me that they too. Yeah, knowing, knowing how strong they were during like the nineties and stuff. Like, yeah, not, like, I'm not even not even that. Like as an organization, they've built themselves up from nothing. Yeah. Mm. To a point where they're ready to start competing, and now all of a sudden they're not competing again. Mm. It's like, no, this is meant to be the time as an organization. They start to cash in, and mm. they're not there. So it's disappointing. Yep, absolutely. Ooh, excuse me. Uh, Buffalo Bills, 40 over the Texans, nil. Woo! That's insane. I mean, not even that's a getting, point. That's getting a job done properly. Mm. Well and truly. That's, that's if you both can hold any the NFL team to zero in a whole game, like you think of how long those games go for. Yeah. If you can hold a team to zero, you're doing something right. And that not even Bills, a field goal. Yeah. That Bills, well, that's, yeah it. that's it. That Bills defense continues just to do the right things and mm. makes it easy for for the for the offense just to do do their thing. Yeah. But the offense is obviously doing a really good job for the defense because they're keeping them off the field. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Whatever your defense isn't on the field, your offense has got the ball. Mm. It's going to make it easy because they're going to have energy and K's in the leaks for when they do need to go to work. So mm. Very just true. an all-round great performance. The Bills are starting to turn into one of those teams that isn't happy just to win 30 to 20. And that's yeah, that's what I feel like the NFL are really bad at organizations that are just happy to outscore. Mm. And yeah, uh, the champion the championship teams don't do that. And, 
the Bills aren't doing that at the moment. I think they're a real threat this year. Well, I think that's the thing, though, too. Like, I think the NFL sort of doesn't rely on, like, points difference in terms yeah. of uh, how to... It get is the NBA playoff. either. Yeah. I wonder if they brought that in, if it would change some mentalities. Like, yeah, it'd be very know, interesting. Yeah. It'd be interesting. The, yeah, because it's... Uh, and it's Like we said, it's tough to keep a team to nil. Mm. Like, that's... And especially when you've got like a squad of like 40 to 60 players sort of, yeah. sort of thing. So, yeah. But yeah I don't no. know, but if you brought in a system like if, like the um, rugby do with bonus points and stuff, for, yeah, you'd play better team by 30. Mm. Like, I don't know. It'd be interesting to see how it changed some attitudes. Not yeah. saying do it. It could even kind of be an interesting yeah, concept. Could, well, they could link it even with like the wild cards, how they work all that out. Yeah, those teams yeah. Just yeah exactly. Sort of, you know, scraping in. Yep. yep. Absolutely. Uh, moving on, we had the Chicago Bears 24 over the Detroit Lions 14. I don't think there's much to say apart from Detroit were poor again and Chicago were lucky to get like an e- easier opponent. Mm. Yeah, the Bears were lucky they were playing the Lions. That's, mm. that's, <laughs> that's about as much as you can say for that one. Oh, God. If you want to know how to tank, the Lions have been doing it for 10 years. so And they still haven't improved. And they still haven't improved. So that's mm. how you do it anyway. Mm. Uh, we had the Cleveland Browns getting seven-point win over the Vikings, 14 points to seven. Cleveland's still just sort of duking out those tough wins and not winning by much, but they're still winning. Mm. But they yeah, are up, don't they? they? Yeah. Three yeah. and one. Mm. Yeah, and like we said, it doesn't come down to four and against, so... It doesn't matter how you get the W, as long as you get it. Yeah, it's all about the winning record. What the earth it is. No, they're it. doing a top job. Coxie. Hey, my boys. Nine, we got up. 27 over the New Orleans Saints, 20, 27 <sighs> to 21. Bit of sweet moment. You know, it's good to see the boys win. Um, <laughs> also sort is of it? puts a dash <laughs> in our chances of getting a first <laughs> one pick. But, you know, um, I'll take that. You know, I think the Saints defense really... Let them down here. Mm. I don't think like the Saints didn't really have too much trouble um, scoring. I think I think Taysom Hill ran over twice, got two rush touchdowns, mm. um, and then obviously you know Giants came back and were able to just get that, give the ball to Saquon Barkley and let him do his thing. So, um, but yeah, no, it was good. Good to see the boys actually get a win. Um, yeah, I got nothing else to add to that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> No, it's good. Dash our, uh, number one. Saints just don't ants. look like the like. I don't think it's a quarterback problem. I think it's just like you said, defense problem, and yeah. something's just not clicking right there. I just short all over the park. Like yeah. they're scoring points. The Saints, like you've seen in their last, like in all their games, you see they're scoring points. I think they're just leaking it too much. Leaking too many. Yeah. Yeah, and then this one's just like I mean, they probably sort of fell asleep a little bit against against the Giants. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, obviously the Giants were enough to to sort of, you know, take to OT and go from there. But um, yeah, I think the Saints really should have, you know, sort of stepped on the neck in this game and finished it better than they what yeah. they better than what they did. So, but that's what it is. You got to NFL for you, boys. Yeah. Uh, we had the Dallas Cowboys thirty six over the Carolina Panthers twenty eight. I mean, this is a pretty good game. Uh, probably not the result mm. that everyone wanted, knowing that. No one likes the Cowboys. I'll no. tell you what, they've done well this year so far. 
Yeah, oh yeah. yeah. We don't. Yeah, they they can do well. Doesn't mean we have to like it. Um, <laughs> no, I yeah, they've been good. They've been good in the last few weeks. They absolutely put the clappers against the Eagles last week. Mm. I said they'd win. I said someone would win by twenty. It's just the other way around. Um, <laughs> then this week, yeah, they're just too good. But the Cowboys are good all over the park at the minute. Mm. So yeah, the def- defensively they're really good and. We know about the weapons they've got in attack. So. That's it. Having Dak, Dak back is really so. He looks, he looks so good. He yeah. looked really good last week against the Eagles. Mm. Uh, next, we had the Kansas City Chiefs beating the Philadelphia Eagles 42 points to 30. Back to the old Chiefs, like to the Chiefs of old, scoring 40, letting 30 in. Yeah. And when you're letting 30 in against uh, an offense like Philadelphia, You've got concerns. You've got I, concerns for mm. that defense, yeah. I'm I'm not quite ready to put the line through the Chiefs just yet, but I'll tell you what, I'm getting closer. Yeah. Like, like I, I really am. I think, yeah, they've still got some of the weapons that they've had when they've won their when they've won their trophies, but mm. I I don't know. I honestly don't know about them this year. I, I yeah. want better performances against teams like Philadelphia. Yeah, I oh, absolutely. Mm. what they've been putting up. So if you're wanting to contend for the Super Bowl again, so yeah, like I'm not surprised they put 42 on us. Yeah, because defensively, Philly have been really poor. Mm. They're just making some really just mistakes. We made a lot of mistakes against Dallas, the Cowboys last week. They were just like we just because we hadn't played like as a mm. unit, like they just hadn't figured it out. But um, for Philly to score 30. That's not good enough. So mm. that's mm. what I'd be looking to fix first if I was the Chiefs. Yeah. Uh, next, we had the New York Jets getting the upset win over the Tennessee Titans 27-24. I don't think anyone saw this one coming. And I'm glad I didn't put this game in my multi. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, the Titans, we put the jinx on. I put the jinx on them last year. Since I put the jinx on them and said they'd finished top four and yeah. Be a threat. I think that, they've won about two games. So, yeah, and that their uh, defense was one of the best in the league. Yeah, uh, all of it. I put absolutely yeah. all of it on ten, on the Titans, and they have been atrocious. So they've been very poor. Yeah. Ah, uh, Friday night's game. We had the Bengals up against the Jaguars. Bengals coming out on top, 24-21. Um, so this is Jacksonville's 19th straight loss and the longest streak in the NFL since Detroit. Um, I also believe this is the first time in Trevor Lawrence's career through high school and college that he's gone 0 and 4. It's actually, he's lost the same amount of games this year than he has his entire college and high school career. Yeah. yeah so he only it, lost yeah. four games until he went to the NFL and he's lost four mm. straight. Yeah. Like, the poor kid, seriously. Um, mm. I mean, he's still a shining light on a shitty Jacksonville side, but... Well, he's the only reason they're that close. Yeah, exactly. Like, But it's also, on the flip side of that, it's good to see Joe Burrow get some wins while he can. I'm a big Joe Burrow fan. I'm a big Bengals fan. Best helmet in the NFL. Um, (laughs) So, yeah, I always like the Bengals, but... Yeah, Yeah, you're you're only just scraping ahead against the Jaguars. I'm not... I'm not planning to end the season trips. Yeah, that's it. 
Well, with that, that's pretty much the NFL wrap-up. We've got the Raiders and Chargers to play yet. Uh, who are we tipping for this one, boys? I'm going the Raiders. They look good. Yeah. I know the Chargers have been playing some really good footy as well, but I don't know. Something about the Raiders this year. New home ground. Mm. Good mm. energy out there in Vegas at the minute. So yeah, There should be a close there. one too. Like The way these teams have been playing, it could go yeah. either way. But yeah, I'm... The ball. I'll have the same thing, and I think I'll tip Raiders for this one. Just... Time to get the Chargers. Right, they got to get a win. Yeah, fair. Uh, cool. with, with that, that is the end of episode 49. Thanks for listening, everyone, and we're going to catch up with you guys later. Cool. See ya. How about those Panthers?